What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 210 of The Cut. I am your host, Christian Williams. I am here with Randy Hall, as always. Randy, how you doing? Doing good, man. Exciting week of free agency and nothing else. Yep, that is exactly right. Um, <laughs> we're not going to touch on coronavirus. We talked about that last week. Uh, hopefully, you guys are all staying safe and uh, social distancing. Um, thank you for joining us. Make sure to subscribe. Follow us on socials at the Cut FFL, uh, especially Twitter. We've been pretty active on Twitter, especially this this last week of free agency. Um, and as always, looking for some more five star ratings. So if you like us, just drop us a five star. Um, today we are going to be giving some early grades on NFL free agency for all 32 teams. Um, it's been quite the week. We know that a lot of podcasts have been doing kind of, uh, announcing the signings. We're going to actually go through and give some probably still premature grades on free agency. There are a lot of uh, guys that still haven't signed when we're recording right now, uh, just in case he, he signs in the next few minutes. Um, Jadeveon Clowney has not signed anywhere. Um, Robbie Anderson, Jameis Winston, Tons of guys have not signed yet. Um, Randy gave me a weird look. Did I miss something? Uh, no, my computer definitely just made it like a closing noise. That's just looking <laughs> everywhere. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I was going to say, man, I, I didn't think that he signed anywhere. Damn. Are you good, fam? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Um, we're just going to go down the list alphabetically. We're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. They had one heck of a week um so they they got larry fitzgerald in the building earlier in the year uh they re-signed dj humphreys a couple weeks ago but the big thing is they lost david johnson shoot (laughs) but uh they also got deandre hopkins they uh transition tag Kenyon drake they signed a couple of linebackers they signed a couple of defensive tackles randy what did you think of the Arizona Cardinals week. I mean, we both put A plus here, and there's no <laughs> way you can't. After yeah. the, if we're just without the Hopkins trade, I think this is probably like B plus. Honestly, they didn't really lose anything, and they pretty much just gained in some pretty nice pieces as well as keeping Humphreys and Kenyon Drake, which is pretty much the most important thing. Then yeah. you add in the Hopkins robbery oh my god <laughs> and the, you can't put it has to be an a plus it just has to it is yeah such a bad trade if they call one other team they get anything better <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll tell you what uh deandre hopkins was vastly undervalued in that trade and that was uh brought to light especially when stefan diggs got traded um and the the vikings got a bigger haul for diggs than the Texans did for DeAndre Hopkins, which is just, I don't know what Bill O'Brien's doing, man. But uh, yeah, Cardinals had a great week. I gave them an A plus as well, as you said. Um, I'm interested to see how this plays out on the field, though, once they hit the field. Um, I'm, <laughs> I mean, they still have their eighth overall pick, and uh, it's almost a foregone conclusion that that's an offensive tackle now after this move, and. I could still see uh, Derek Brown, maybe, but they've signed a couple D tackles. I'm not sure if you want to reinvest there instead of trying to invest in 
keeping Kyler Murray alive. Uh, yeah. Especially to have enough time to pick between, you know, all of the weapons to throw to. So, yeah, I, I, I really just love this whole offseason move for them. And it should be great. Should be great for Kyler in fantasy as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Hopkins, I think, is going to have a decreased target share moving over. Uh, but they throw a lot. They run a lot of plays. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree there. Let's move on to the Atlanta Falcons. It's been a weird week for them. They lost Austin Hooper. They uh, announced oddly a couple weeks ago or maybe a month ago now that they would not be pursuing Vic Beasley. Uh, They cut Desmond Trufant and they cut Devontae Freeman, but they traded for Hayden Hurst to replace Austin Hooper. They signed Dante Fowler, who is a much better version of Vic Beasley, and they brought in Todd Gurley, who is a better Devontae Freeman, um, yes. depending on how you look at it. They're basically the same player, talented, but always hurt. Um, I gave them a B. I thought that they did a really good job this week. Uh, Randy, I know you were a little lower. Um, tell me what you thought about that. Well, I had to be. Uh, Hayden Hurst obviously is in Austin Hooper, and that's kind of no. like the biggest thing here. Um, and depending on how you look at it, they basically gave up the same thing to get him as it took to get Hopkins. So yeah, that was rough. It's depending on how you look at that, it's a good trade and a bad trade. Um, but they they got rid of quite possibly the the leader of their secondary, and they haven't got anybody to replace him yet. I do think they probably do that at sixteen now, and I'm fine with that. But for now, I have to keep. I just kept it as B minus. It's still a really good off season. I think they did well to pretty much increase, like you said, and everything they lost except at tight end. But yeah. maybe we can get kind of a exploding new year as he's the leading tight end for a team. Finally, uh, they use the tight end a lot. That's so we could. Yeah. I'm not drafting them <laughs> in fantasy, but I yeah. I mean, it was tough to even like bring yourself to drafting Austin Hooper um, after two I, years ago. I mean, I, I was to... all in on it, but no. I mean, whoa. I seem to recall in a keeper league, I did talk you into keeping him as your tight end. I don't remember that, dude. Oh, okay. Selective <laughs> memory all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, that's God. the thing, though. Because they have so many weapons, I don't know how much work Hayden Hurst is going to get, but he was a first-round pick. He's talented. Um, he has struggled to stay on the field. Uh, but I think he's a pretty good replacement for Austin Hooper. And – the Falcons didn't have to pay him Austin Hooper money, so I think that's a win. Um, but I can definitely understand why that's a downgrade, and and they still have to to figure out their defense and especially their secondary. Um, moving on to the Baltimore Ravens, I think what they've done has actually really been impressive. Um, they lost Michael Pierce, which sucks. Um, they lost Jimmy Smith, Brandon Carr, but they added Calais Campbell. Michael Brockers, uh, they were able to franchise tag Matthew Judon as an outside linebacker, which saves them money, which means that they probably won't be looking to trade him, um, which I think is huge. I think he is vastly underrated, um, and I think that that defense now has to be a top defense in the league, right? It's, I mean, has to be a top, I mean, it was already. Yeah. (laughs) I still think they need linebacker help, uh, just clearly. and. I have a little bit worse grade than you here. I have a B minus, but really it's more like a B. I mean, it's just 
a little bit different than yours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just they lost valuable secondary pieces while they did fix what they they kind of made up for what they lost uh, just along the line and kind of in a, a much bigger perspective, honestly, with what they brought in. But they still need secondary help. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough division, I think, again. I think with everyone healthy and hopefully we assume the, the Bengals getting a QB and hopefully that can turn around them for a bit. But uh, we both hope that the Browns are a lot better. We expect the Steelers to be as good. And I mean, they're a playoff team, basically. So let's, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say they're going to be a lot better. And I, I just, I think they did enough to keep that like 14 and two record going. But I, I yeah. would have liked to see a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, well, the only reason I gave them a B plus was the return they got for Hayden Hurst. Um, actually, I mean, they got a second round pick for a guy. Yeah, they kind of cut their losses there. Um, they drafted him in the first, and then they found a gem in Mark Andrews, and they also have Nick Boyle. So Hayden Hurst was their third tight end, and getting a second round pick for your third tight end, tight end, um, I had to give them a B plus. Um, I think they they've done a really good job. Granted. Losing pieces in their secondary is important, especially in this division with AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, OBJ, Jarvis, um, I guess Juju, but not really. Um, (laughs) Juju, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, probably, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I gave him a B plus. Let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. What a week it was for them. Um, They lost Jack Lawson. They lost Frank Gore. Who cares about Frank Gore? Honestly, they acquired Stefan Diggs in a trade. They gave up quite a bit to get him, but it's all worth it if if Josh Allen can be a little more accurate and get him the ball. Uh, they added Vernon Butler, Mario Addison, AJ Klein from the Saints, who we were talking about beforehand. I think he's pretty underrated. He's going to be good for their linebacking room. Josh Norman, I don't care about. And then Quentin Spain, they kept on their offensive line. I gave gave them an A. I think what they did this week was amazing. Um, They kind of have just been building the Carolina Panthers team that went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Randy, what did you think of their week this week? Yeah, I just have to agree. I mean, they... I, I mean, I don't really think the Josh Norman signing is going to be anything, to be honest with you. I didn't think he was good this last year at all. Uh, he's actually kind of, or, I mean, he's been picked on, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. teams he's, are throwing at him yeah. on purpose. He's not very good. No. Well, it's because he spent a few years not getting thrown at, so he didn't know what to do. Uh, but Diggs, <laughs> getting Diggs in the building, I I think it's a fair price. Like, just because it just seems like a lot because Bill O'Brien made a dumb move. <laughs> uh, That's true. Yeah, I mean, I Diggs is better than anyone in this draft right now. That's that's without a question. He is top three route runner in the league, without a doubt. And I think he can be a vocal leader. I hope um, some of his, I guess, on field issues to an extent don't carry over. I know he just didn't really like that marriage there with uh, Kirk Cousins and. I kind of hope that same thing doesn't happen to the Browns this year, but uh, <laughs> I'm happy for Diggs. I truly am, not just because I have him in Dynasty, but <laughs> I think this is just a great move for the Bills entirely. I think they signed a bunch of good veterans here too, and they didn't give up so much draft capital that they still can't address other things. I still right. would, I mean, I'd still would like a an edge rusher for him. I'd say, uh, 
some corner help. I'd say young corner help, I guess I mean. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I mean, like that's, but it's still an A for me. It's just easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they had a great week and, and Diggs is a lot different from what they have there. Uh, I think it's going to bring a new dynamic to their offense. Let's move on to the Carolina Panthers now. Um, this is where we have a little bit of a disagreement. Um, they obviously signed Teddy Bridgewater to about $20 million a year. They traded Trey Turner for Russell Okung. Um, and then they've made a lot of very minor depth signings. They signed guys like Seth Roberts, uh, who if you don't know who Seth Roberts is, he's a wide receiver that can't make it on the Ravens. So <clears throat> that's well, well, I mean, he, he was a Raider, you know, with their incredibly <laughs> deep receiver group of Tyrell mm-hmm. Williams and Renfro with one lung. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of kind of my point. Uh, they, and then they also lost Trey Turner, Bruce Irvin, Vernon Butler, Mario Addison, Don Terry Poe, James Bradbury, Eric Reed, Gerald McCoy, Trey Boston and probably Cam Newton. Um, I gave them a D. Uh, Cam Newton's still on their roster, obviously, but. The reason I gave them a D, and and Randy, you can speak in a second. Sorry, I'm I'm taking up a lot of time. Um, the reason I gave them a D is I feel they overpaid for someone who's gonna be basically a bridge quarterback when they go draft someone next year, and and that's the only reason I know they're in a rebuild. Um, Randy, what do you think? Uh, well, I disagree with that point clearly, but uh, <laughs> I I like Teddy a lot more than you do, though. Um, yeah. So I'm very happy with this offseason for him for a rebuilding point of view. See, I gave him a C here because I just think it's I, – I like the QB signing because I think Teddy should be given a chance to be a QB of a future, and I think he can be again. What That's what he was for the Vikings at a point, too, before he got hurt, don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I don't love the trade turner for Okun. I understand why you don't love that either. I understand why they did it, um, but they lost a lot of people, but it's a lot of guys that were taking up money or got a ton of money. So, like I said, if there, if this is strictly a re- rebuilding process, I think this kind of cleared out the guts of the team. A lot yes. on defense as well, and allows them to rebuild and take Isaiah Simmons at seven and move on i know you you don't like that but uh oh i love that I, no, no, if you there. like it you just think he's going with one overall or something stupid I mean, I, he deserves it shut, <laughs> up. shut up yeah no i i agree with all your points there uh let's move on to the chicago bears unfortunately uh it is known that the chicago bears have 10 tight ends on their roster right now one of them is a new signing they signed jimmy graham to i think nine million guaranteed which isn't much um jimmy graham is over the hill doesn't really move the move the bar for me they traded for nick Foles' contract which i didn't think that was even going to be possible when i wrote an article in january i said gardner Minshew was going to beat him out but he wasn't going to get moved somehow the jags were able to get rid of that contract um i don't have words for that just yet they signed robert quinn so now they have two awesome defensive ends it's not going to matter much um, because they have one wide receiver that does anything, and they lost all their linebackers. They lost um, Danny Trevathan, Trevathan, uh, whatever. You were uh, so Nick, nervous about the next one. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, Quiet Koski, is that yeah, how you say? Right, yeah, I think yeah. So. 
how did I mess up Trevathan and get Travathan? Travathan, yeah. Uh, they signed HaHa Clinton Dix to like a one-year, three million dollar deal or some crap like that. Um, the Bears' offseason has been definitely disappointing. I think taking on Nick Foles' contract um, <laughs> is is something, man. I that I I don't think he's gonna beat out Mitch Trubisky, and I don't think Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback. And that's like if you're gonna bring someone in. Trade for Andy Dalton. Anyway, I gave him a C minus. Randy, what do you think? Uh, sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> didn't you just trade for Mitch Trubisky in Dynasty? Just saying. Uh, yeah, because they went I, and got Nick Foles and not Andy Dalton. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with everything you said there. They did lose a lot on defense, in my opinion. This would be a straight F for me if it wasn't for Robert Quinn. Yeah. Like, Robert Quinn's so good. I couldn't even. I couldn't do the F. Couldn't do the D minus. I was like, just straight D. Fine, <laughs> fine. But I mean, what an awful trade for Nick Foles. Uh, I how they had to give up a fourth round pick for him is just terrible. That that's two terrible. rounds away from DeAndre Hopkins. Like, yeah. that's how. Disgusting. How do you take? How do you take on that contract and not be given more? First off, and. Also, not have to just send a seventh. Like, I believe the Browns in the past sent a fourth rounder for their really bad quarterback that they just tried to get a pick, but they also got a second for it, too. And they took on the cap just to get a second, basically. And the Bears didn't even do that because they can't. (laughs) And Jimmy Graham, I mean, he hasn't really done anything for years now. Um, He's really not lived up to expectations since he has mode Drew Brees in my opinion and I just don't see how it really helps them because I for me I think drafting a tight end the third or fourth round would have been better it may yeah. not have been as impactful maybe but what impact are we getting from Jimmy Graham and Trey Burton I mean it's just it's just a mess it's, and I, it's bad I truly think this is going to be the thing on the coffin season for that whole Regime. coach for yep. <laughs> GM, it's it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. It's not gonna be good. Hopefully, they lose enough games to go draft Trevor Lawrence. Um, (laughs) Probably not gonna happen though, because they have such a good defense. Dumbasses. Um, Let's move (laughs) on to the Cleveland Browns. Um, I gave them an A plus. They signed. Whoa, whoa, sir. Oh, I skipped the Bengals. Sorry. Oh man, gotta talk about the Bengals. You got excited. Um, Yeah, I did. I I thought we were on the Browns. Um, (laughs) Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I gave them a B plus. I actually think what they've done has been phenomenal. They signed Trey Waynes. I'm not saying this guy's name, but a guy on their offensive line named Xavier. Uh, <laughs> DJ <Suatilo>. Reader. <laughs> yeah, sure. That works. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander. They lost some pieces. Nick Vigil, uh, BW Webb, Darquez Denard, but they replaced Darquez Denard. Uh, they lost Andrew Billings, which is kind of a blow to the interior uh, of their they, defensive line. They replaced him with Reader. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But if they could have kept both of them, I think that would have been super beneficial, um, especially in the AFC North where you've got tons of good running teams. Um, but they improved their secondary. They signed like three or four corners, actually. And I think what they're doing is kind of showing Joe Burrow that we're ready to compete now. Like we're going to go spend some money. And that's why I gave him a B plus. Yeah, you gave him a B plus. I gave him a C, and it's just for how overpaid they made 
Trey Wayans. <laughs> just, oh, such a hey, bad. Trey Wayans, Trey Wayans was probably the best corner on the Vikings last year. Yeah, probably. And I will agree to that, but I still think he had a good year. I don't. I agree. I'm not in love with trying to buy, spend big money to get a finished product in Reader when you had a guy that wasn't far down of a step in Billings and you could have got him for a lot cheaper, clearly. Right. <laughs> and they just let him go into the division for another team and be a great rotational piece for them instead and be able to stick it to him twice a year. I just think that's sloppy by the front office. And yeah. I do, I do like what they did in general, I'd say, but I don't like the contract for two of these guys. And I don't like letting him go. I don't really like letting Nick Vigil go either. So no, yeah, for that, that's why I gave him a C. Yeah. I also think I probably was a little biased knowing that they're going to have Joe Burrow here soon. Um, and it's, and it's they're not building free agency. No, I know, but they're <laughs> they're building up to that point. So uh, let's move on to the Cleveland Browns. Since I was so excited before, I gave them an A plus. They signed Austin Hooper, Jack Conklin, Carl Joseph, Case Keenum. They tendered Kareem Hunt with a second, which means he'll be back. Um, they signed Andrew Billings, which we just talked about. They did lose Joe Schobert, Christian Kirksey, and. I mean, without a doubt, Demarius Randall, he hasn't signed anywhere, but he's not coming back. Um, I think that that does suck for, for the middle third of the field right there. But I think that they have the draft capital to go fix that. Um, and the Austin Hooper signing kind of came out of nowhere. It's exciting. I think that in this offense, it's important to have a tight end that can catch. And the Browns don't have one of those right now. Shout out David Njoku. Um, but I gave him an A+. Plus. I thought it was awesome. Very excited to be a Browns fan and have my my dreams crushed again. Randy, what do you think? <laughs> Off-season champs, bro. Uh, oh. I gave him an A. I didn't go quite as high as you, and it's mainly just because I don't think they properly addressed the safety and linebackers positions. I obviously understand this can still be done in the draft, and I am happy with the depth that they brought in at safety. I'm not truly happy with BJ Goodson at linebacker to try and make up for the void left by two linebackers and Schobert and Kirksey, even though it's basically one and a third because Kirksey only plays like a third of a year ever, but still. Right. <laughs> and it, it kind of it downgrades the need a lot. And I do like what they had in their rookies and Taki Taki Wilson last year at linebacker. Uh, but those guys are kind of good at run stopping and good at pass coverage separately. And they haven't quite gotten the other part yet. And together they make a really good linebacker and we need both of them on the field at the same time, but it kind of <laughs> mixes stuff up. They both can't play every down and I right. don't think Goodson can either. And that's kind of where it hurt me a bit. And yeah. I just don't think they're going to have a chance to get, I think they have a chance to get one of the top three linebackers in this class, but they shouldn't. Yeah. So that's kind of the problem. The only chance is if one of them somehow falls the second round, and I just don't know how that's fully going to happen. It's going to be no. really tough. So yeah. for me, I love it still. I love Austin Hooper, especially the contract. I don't think it's that bad after seeing some of the other tight end contracts that are nowhere near his level. Uh, I love Conklin. That's who we've been praying, beating the chest, beating the table for all year. Yeah, And I actually love Case Keenum as well. I think it's a fantastic helper for Baker 
down the line. I just hope there's no uh, Browns Facebook people that think he's going to be competing for the job. <laughs> I truly said Facebook for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously I love Billings. So, yeah, uh, I think Keenum's a little overpaid. Um, I know I, I went, I went to bat for him on Twitter a little bit. And then I kind of sat down and thought about the signing a little bit more. He's probably going to be one of the highest paid backups. And I don't, I don't know that he deserves that, but um, overall loved what they did. Let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys. I gave them a B minus. They were able to keep Amari. They franchise tagged Dak. Um, they kept Sean Lee. They signed Gerald McCoy. They signed haha Clinton Dix, but I don't care about that. They lost Byron Jones. They lost Robert Quinn. They lost Randall Cobb. They lost Jason Witten. I don't have too much to say about the Cowboys other than I have no idea how they're going to pay Dak. That's, um, that's see, it. yeah. You gave him a B minus. I gave him a B. I'm very happy they were able to keep Cooper. Um, I like we said before, it's kind of idiotic to spend all that capital in a trade and not sign him. Yeah. Um, I'm happy Sean Lee's coming back. I'm happy they got McCoy to help bolster the D tackle. I think Clinton Dix should probably be is going to be starting safety for him. Um, I still think they should address that position in the draft though. Get a young gun in there. Uh, yeah. Hopefully McKinney. But I understand going waiting until the second or third round for that position. Uh, all the guys they lost, we knew they were going to. So it's hard to really be angry. There's no way they could have paid Byron Jones. I still say there's no way they could have paid Quinn either. They shouldn't have paid Cobb what the hell he got. Holy hell. And Jason <laughs> Witten, we'll talk about that later. I don't yes. even like getting yes, to him. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, for me, this would have been A, if they could have just gotten the deal done with Dak. Yeah. I see. I personally believe that keeping Byron Jones was more important than keeping Amari Cooper um, based on the fact that they have a shot to go get one of those top end receivers, whereas they might miss out on the top end corners. Um, but I understand it. Like we've talked about before, you can't spend that capital and then just let a guy walk. Makes no sense. Um, let's move on to the Denver Broncos. I've really liked what they've done this last week. I gave them an A minus. Brandy liked it even more. Um, they were yeah. able to keep Justin Simmons. They signed Graham Glasgow. Uh, AJ Bouye was acquired in a trade a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they signed Melvin freaking Gordon, um, hey. which really hey. sucks for my dynasty team. Just gave up <laughs> Curtis Samuel to get Royce Freeman. Such a bad trade, like yeah, one of no. the worst trades I've ever had. So I'm not going to talk about that. But they yeah. also traded for Jarrell Casey, who I think is underrated as an interior piece. They lost Chris Harris. They lost Connor McGovern, but they replaced McGovern basically with Glasgow. Um, I I thought and they, that, and they upgraded from Harris, in my opinion, for Bouye. So yeah, or or at least at least moved sideways for him. Like I I think they're pretty similar players. Yeah, um, but one's young, one's not. Very true. Um, so I, I really liked what they did. The only thing that sucks is Harris went uh, to a division rival, um, but yep. so did Melvin Gordon. So <laughs> they yep. just traded him. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what they did. I, yeah, I don't know who's underrating Jarrell Casey, by the way, but whoever they are, they're dumb. He is well, great. I mean, he was acquired for, what, a seventh? So Yeah. Apparently, Good trade by the Broncos. That yeah, apparently the Titans up. are. But the Titans also, we'll talk about it later, but they have uh, Simmons coming in and playing more. Yes. He only played for half, not even half the year yep. last year. So. I think Melvin Gordon's a tremendous signing for him. 
Um, I, I'm not fully on the board of him being a workhorse anymore. So doesn't have to be there. Well, I know he doesn't. Um, I don't know what this means for Lindsay and Freeman. I assume one of them will be gone. Lindsay, I hope. Uh, right. Why would you? Why would you hope Lindsay? Why wouldn't because, you hope Freeman? Because Freeman's the better pass catcher, and he would take that Austin Eckler role. Dude, I, he's not okay. as good as Austin Eckler, but whatever. You say. We'll talk about it off air. I yeah, but you gave him an A minus. I gave him an A. This I think the Melvin Gordon thing just boosted it up for me. It's very close to an A plus. Honestly, they had yeah. one of the best off seasons for sure. Yeah, and it still keeps going at fifteen when they get Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Honestly, or even nope. okay. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs sounds good. <laughs> Staying since January, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, I'm kind of pivoting off that, but let's move on to the Lions. Well, I give him a pivot. C plus. <laughs> yeah, I pivot all the time. Um, the Lions signed Desmond Trufant, Danny Shelton, uh, Chase Daniel, Jamie Collins, Big V from the Eagles. Not trying to say his name. I'm not going to lie to you. I will butcher it, and I don't want to disrespect him. They traded for Deron Harmon from the Patriots. So they're basically trying to build the Patriots' defense, signing Shelton, Collins, and then trading for Harmon. Um, but they lost Darius Slay. They lost Graham Glasgow. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think I need to see who they get with the third overall pick and see if they make any further moves. They're actually kind of a dark horse team for me for Jadeveon Clowney. Um, I think that'd be intriguing. But, Randy, what do you think of the Lions? Uh, I gave them a little bit better grade than you at a B-. minus. I really do love their offseason, to be honest with you. I just think you can't give them too good a grade um, just because they lost Slay, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I do believe Glasgow is a really good interior offensive lineman, and I don't think they're really going to replace him in free agency at all right um i don't mind the defensive signings and that big v contract is bad in my yeah. opinion yeah it's so i understand why they did it i truly do but i just don't like it um that's pretty much it i they are very intriguing at three now yeah. um if you're well, doing a mock with trades maybe it's less intriguing maybe that uh clarifies for you if you're not, it is that is a hard pick between, in my opinion, it had to be what Simmons and just Okuda at this point, right? Maybe yeah, a tackle but, still. But they gave Desmond Trufant quite a bit of money. I I could see a, a defensive and they, tackle. And they have Harmon. Yeah, that's true. I I it's it's intriguing. I think they can trade back and uh, I, pick up some extra picks, and that might yeah. be their best route. I don't truly think Isaiah Simmons fits for them as a linebacker. Um, just that scheme that they have. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it's impossible there, especially yeah. with this free agent move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Packers. I gave them a C. They acquired uh, Christian Kirksey, who we've talked about already. They gave a pretty fat contract to Rick Wagner instead of Brian Bulaga, which doesn't really make sense to me. And they kept Mercedes Lewis. Uh, like I said, they lost Brian Bulaga. They lost Blake Martinez. They lost Tremont Williams. They lost, a, uh, I want to say another linebacker. Um, overall, like I think a C is, is kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to continue making moves. Um, this is probably the most the Packers have spent in the first week of free agency ever. Um, um you don't think so? Last year, dude. Did they? 
Yeah, they sent a safety, both edge rushers. They were they were spending. Uh well, maybe that's part of the new regime, but overall, like Kirksey, if he's healthy, we've talked about it. He's he's a really good acquisition. But why not just pay Blake Martinez? I know Kirksey was a little cheaper, but Randy, what what grade did you give him? I gave him a worse grade than you. I gave C minus. I think uh, they got to step down at linebacker and tackle here. I don't really care about Mercedes Lewis, to be honest with you. Um, I still say they need some help on the defense for sure. Uh, kind of a three four end more than that. Like uh, they really need that. Uh, they didn't address the wide receivers. However, Robbie Anderson is still out and about and getting no love. So maybe they can bring him in for a cheaper contract. Um, they're sitting at a weird spot in the draft where a perfect receiver could fall to them or they're going to have to reach for a guy that fits what they want. And that's kind of a risky play for me. Whereas I think signing Robbie Anderson, who thought he was going to get like 10 or 11 mil, maybe you can get him for seven and on like a one or two year deal. Uh, it's kind of a prove it, come play with one of the best quarterbacks of all time and prove yourself to the world yeah. instead of playing with Sam Darnold where Darnold doesn't have any time behind an O-line that's being cut because they want to be treated. Uh, <laughs> right. So I, I really do. I don't love this offseason at all for now. Um, I do think that they can fix it, though. Like you said, I, I think this is basically they spot-filled holes that they accrued and that's it yeah uh let's move on to the texans just um we can skip them we we gave them f minuses uh (laughs) the worst possible grade they did acquire david johnson and randall cobb they lost everyone that's good um on their team except for deshaun watson and will fuller who that's about who's gonna be who's gonna i mean watson's gonna be traded to the patriots for a third round pick and some coffee beans or some shit so honestly (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) it it was bad it was bad f minus we're not going to talk about the texans because we'll just be trashing billy o'brien so uh let's actually move on to the colts i gave them an a minus and it's been pretty quiet but (laughs) <laughs> they signed Philip Rivers. Quiet. What? <laughs> well, it's been quiet in the sense that they haven't really gotten many players, but the players that they got are are game changers. Well, kind of. Philip Rivers is over the hill. He's their new starting quarterback until Jacoby Brissett beats him out. Um, and then that well, could be possible. That can't happen, dude. They give <laughs> the, him twenty five million dollars. That I know. can't happen. Well. It might, but then they traded their first round pick for DeForest Buckner and then made him the highest paid defensive tackle in NFL history, um, which he deserves it. He's freaking phenomenal and he is yes. better than anyone they could have gotten with their, their 13th overall pick. I know a lot of people were talking about how they could be drafting a quarterback. No, they're looking to win right now. And I think that Jacoby Brissett as quarterback would give them that opportunity, but with Phillip Rivers in an offense that he knows um, it, it seems to be a good fit. They did lose Eric Ebron. They lost Jabal Sheard. Randy, what grade did you give them? Uh, slightly worse than you, a B plus. And that was really just because I've said from the beginning, I don't understand the Phillip Rivers hype, to be honest. Yeah. I think he's going to be behind a better offensive line. Yay. Uh, I think he has worse weapons now, for sure. I think that... <laughs> Yeah, the playbook's a little bit more 
run heavy. Um, I understand you could change things, and I understand they could still get weapons for them. Uh, but you're paying them twenty five million dollars to be at best the same levels per set to me. And I just yeah, I, I think Rivers better. Rivers had a really bad year, and it's not because of the O line. I'm just no. saying that right now. Well, he had a really bad year because if he can't move off a spot. If you bring pressure up the A gap, he's screwed. I understand that's <laughs> less of a worry with this offensive line now, but it's I mean, come on. I he throws I, I hate Ducks. everything. I hate everything <laughs> that he was last year. I really love Philip Rivers. I love him as a talent. I love him as a career. He's should probably be a Hall of Famer. Uh, he will be. He's up he's up in that Dan Marino category to me. <laughs> that the gunslinger that can't get a ring. And yep. uh it's <sighs> I just don't like that. I, I understand the DeForest Buckner. He's incredible. I think you're probably going best case between Brown and Kenlaw at 13 anyways. Uh, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think losing Eric Ebron does really a ton. Uh, Jabal sheared kind of a loss, but I think you could still address that. So mm-hmm. I'm not, it's a good off season. I, I'm not trying to pick at him. Yeah. I just don't understand the Rivers infatuation, how this is now a Super Bowl team. Yeah, um, I do want to mention, I forgot to add in here, Pierre Desir was cut earlier today. Uh, that's that's a pretty big loss. He was a starting corner of theirs. Yeah. I think they assume Rock uh, Yasin will be better um, and, and be a starter. Let's move on. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars next, but I kind of want to skip them too because they are in – the the biggest rebuild I've ever seen. Um, they decided yeah. to get rid of all of their defensive players and then signed Joe Schobert and Darquez Denard and Rodney Gunter, who those are the three really good signings, but they also, and they got rid of Nick Foles' contract. So I think they've had a, a decent week. Yeah, yeah. but I, I gave him a worse grade than you. And with the Nick Foles track, I guess I should put this up to the same grade as you. Yeah. I just don't, I'm not a huge fan of the Joe Schobert contract. I yeah, know you I, aren't either. Uh, no, we Overpaid. both we both thought nine and a half was probably where he should be at, and that is not what he got. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but they got rid of Nick Foles after paying him way too much money. Yeah, so give and, it a year and, and got draft capital back. <laughs> it's it's nuts. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I I'm intrigued to see where the Jags go. I do like Gardner Minshew. I think they have some weapons, but. That defense is one to target in fantasy football next year. That's all I'll say there. Um, let's move on to the Chiefs. I gave them a C. Um, they were able to keep Damian Williams. They picked up his option. They franchise tagged Chris Jones. They lost Emmanuel Ogba, Kendall Fuller, Terrell Suggs, and Morris Claiborne, potentially. I don't think he's signed anywhere yet. Um, but the Chiefs don't have much cap room. There's not much they can do. Uh, moving forward so I gave them a C because and I know you're going to talk about it Randy they kept Chris Jones that's the main thing a lot of people still think it's a tag and trade I don't I think that if they want to continue winning Super Bowls they need to keep Chris Jones Um, but they also lost Kendall Fuller Randy what grade did you give them Uh, you gave a C I gave a B minus and it's really just because I I'm happy that they have Chris Jones that's pretty much it. Um, I, I didn't expect them to do anything really. They have they have cap room, but they're not cap, cap flexible. They're in a weird position where they know they're going to be paying Patrick Mahomes to be the 
highest paid quarterback ever. And they probably going to do that this year, to be honest with you, even though they don't have to, but they're probably going to. And just to keep him happy, they want him to be a happy, smiley boy. Yes. And, uh, I think the big, I don't think they lost anything really except Kendall Fuller. Yeah. I think that's actually a huge loss in a, I mean, a position of need, let's be real. I mean, they, they have nothing really. And I, I am sad about that for them, but they kept Chris Jones. So, yeah. well, I, I also think Morris Claiborne um, played well down the stretch last year. Um, I think that would be a slightly significant loss, but um, yeah, let's uh, hear a word from our sponsors before we move into the next 16. Randy, are you tired of a, a lack of substance in your sports content? Actually, yeah. Are, are you sick of waiting for ads to play before watching a short highlight video? Yeah, that's literally the worst thing in sports. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Uh, let me tell you about our episode sponsor, The Athletic. I was just reading Zach Jackson's piece on the Browns offseason, and I can't tell you how much more enjoyable it was than the content over at Bleacher Report. The thing is, The Athletic provides stories with substance quality, in-depth content that goes beyond the box score. They have exclusive content, smart analysis, advanced analytics, and insightful original content. They've brought huge names over like Ken Rosenthal, our good NBA boy Shams, uh, Jay Glazer, and Bruce Feldman. So wait, you're telling me I can go there and it's not just a bunch of fluff clickbait pieces. That's incredible. That is insane. It's insane, dude. And my favorite part about The Athletic is their commitment to ad-free content. Clutter-free reading with no ads, no pop-ups, and no autoplay videos truly is refreshing. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. You're trying to sell me. How, what, what is, is this going to cost $1,000 billion? I mean, let's it, be real. Where do I go try this miraculous this website? <laughs> <laughs> you can actually head over to theathletic.com slash the cut for a seven day free trial plus 20% off the annual subscription, which comes out to less than $4 a month. But it's not just for you, Randy. It's for our listeners too. click the link in our description to get better sports journalism. Major thank you to our episode sponsor, The Athletic. We are back. Let's get right into it with the Las Vegas Raiders. I know that sounds weird. Um, They have had one heck of a week, in my opinion. I gave them an A-. They signed Corey Littleton, Nick Kwiatkowski, Marcus Mariota, Eli Apple, your boy Jason Witten, uh, Carl Nassib, and then most recently Nelson Aguilar. They lost Carl Joseph, uh, probably Vontaze Perfect, DeAndre Washington. Randy, this is your team. I'll let you talk. What would you think (laughs) of this week? I like it i'm not as happy as you pretty much and it's mainly just because they didn't like truly address this like the secondary to be honest i understand they could still do it i get it but like eli apple eli apple i mean (laughs) sure i'm fine with eli apple on the team they they don't have much they have like he's a third corner corner at best though they have like one corner of note so i'm good with that i don't I'll, I'll say I understand the Jeff Heath signing to kind of replace Carl Joseph as maybe a starter this year, worst case, a rotational leader in the locker room. I'm fine with that. I 
I think they signed great linebackers. I hate that they're not going to get Kenneth Murray or Patrick Queen. I'm not going to lie to you about that. I think yeah. Aguilar's a joke. Uh, <laughs> I think Carl Nassib is way the hell overpaid for a yeah. position that he's not going to start. I don't understand that contract at all. I he like the Mar- I like Marcus Mariota. I do. I like that signing. I don't understand Jason Witten or Nick O'Leary. It's a position of strength for you. Right. <laughs> Been Darren well, Waller and Foster Moreau, and you go out of your way to get a guy that can't cut it in a booth, and you get a guy that is only relevant because James threw to him so many times in college. I don't understand it, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was my one takeaway. I I do like that they addressed the linebacking room. Like yeah. that was the main thing that they. Gave them this grade. Then they signed Nelson Aguilar before I updated my grade, which probably drops it, to be honest. I know they need receivers, but... uh, (laughs) Not that bad. Gross. Um, Let's move on to the Chargers. I gave them a B plus. They acquired Trey Turner via trade. Uh, They signed Limbal Joseph, Chris Harris, Brian Bulaga. They were able to keep Austin Eckler, but they lost Phillip Rivers, Russell Okung, uh, Melvin Gordon. Their fullback, Derek Watt, um, which matters a little less, I think, because um, I think they're going to change how they're they're playing on offense now that they have a quarterback that has an arm. Um, Randy, <laughs> what did you think of the Chargers I, first week? I love it, honestly. I, I gave them an A. Um, yeah. I'm fine with it because they kind of are doing a quick turnaround rebuild around a quarterback shift. And I think they did the right thing. They got rid of a tackle that I think was pretty good. I don't love, though, mm-hmm. for a solid starting tackle that has been a stud for years. Or that, sorry, they got starting guard right. that's been a stud. And they signed a starting tackle. And I, they, they chose to keep Eckler and get rid of Gordon. I'm fine with that. I do think they probably bring someone else in. Uh, through the draft, not free agency or anything. And I mean, I, I love the Chris Harris signing. I think this is a great offseason for him. I think they're drafting a QB at six. And I don't think they have to reach for a tackle in the next round. I think they can go best player available. And I really like what they've done, honestly. Yeah. I hope they draft Clyde Edwards Hilaire <laughs> to put in the same backfield as Austin Eckler. So I think that would be one fun-ass backfield. Screw that. <laughs> um, let's move on to the LA Rams, unfortunately. Um, this team, I have no idea what their direction is. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. They lost Corey Littleton, Dante Fowler, Michael Brockers, Eric Weddle, uh, probably Greg Zerline, Todd Gurley, the main one. Uh, they, have, they still have no cap room. Um, they signed Ashawn Robinson. They signed Leonard Floyd. They re-signed Andrew Whitworth. Big deal. I gave him a C minus, which is like that's the the highest end I could give them. And I think I gave them that grade before they lost Todd Gurley before they cut him. So I'm changing this to a <laughs> D minus on the spot oh. here. Gross. I I'll hate agree. what the Rams are doing, and their freaking logo sucks. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for making that crap low. I mean, Absolutely. What yep. a Twitter day for us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my God. Uh, a couple but, of days. Oh, oh, my God. This is <laughs> such a bad offseason for him. And, and you ask what happened. 
they sold out to get a Super Bowl, and I that's fine. I hundred percent agree with that. You lost, so they sold out again last year. They went for Ramsey. They kept going after people, put right up to the cap. They lost again, so now they're screwed, and they're trying to turn it around and fix the cap by not fixing the cap at the same time. Like you're literally still paying Gurley, you're just paying him half of it, and. <laughs> they're probably gonna I, I don't know about Zerlite. I'm not sure if he's leaving or not, but I don't this is just weird. It's a weird offseason. I don't like it at all. They couldn't keep anyone of value to me. And they literally I got an alert on my phone that said like all this guaranteed money is now to Jared Goff. And then an hour later they're like, we gotta cut some people. Holy crap. Right. Like they like got an email like, hey, thanks for all this money from from <laughs> Goff. And then they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Dude, honestly. Well, I don't understand how they couldn't get a return for Todd Gurley. He was signed in less than 24 hours, um, oh, which I mean, because teams know that they were going to cut him. So No, I understand why. It's because they were asking for probably a second or a third because they're not sure what they're going to get in comp pick for Gurley, and they're trying to get an upgrade of that, and no one was giving that. Yeah. And I can't blame them because you knew they were going to end up cutting them. Yeah. So, like, they played their hand too early. Yeah, they did. Um, enough talk about the Rams. They are bound for the gutter here uh, in the next few years, I think. Uh, let's move on to the Dolphins. I gave them an A++. Um, the Dolphins have been by far the most active team with big contracts, too. Um, they signed Byron Jones, Jordan Howard, Kyle Van Noy, Emmanuel Ogba, Shaq Lawson, uh, Eric Flowers, and then the Ted Karras. Um, I, I don't know that he's going to start. Uh, he's kind of a rotational uh, offensive lineman. They lost basically no one. They lost to keep to lead. Big deal. He's like 50 years old. Um, I think they addressed a lot of needs, which basically their whole team was filled with needs. I think that they're heading in the right direction. I think they've had the best uh, first week of free agency. Randy, what do you think of them? Uh, yeah, I gave him an A, just plain and simple. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do really like what they've done. Um, I hate the Eric Flowers contract, and that's why I can't give him anything higher than the A. I think he had a really good year in comparison to how awful he's played before. So I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I still think he's he's got some room to grow still, and I think he can do that, and good for him. And I'm glad he got his money. Good for him again. Uh, but I just don't like the contract. Um, I think they signed some decent edges, but no studs. And I think it kind of limits where they're going to be going in the draft. Um, and that's kind of scary to me, to be honest, because I thought they would be getting one in the first round. And now they're going to be waiting to second or third round to pick a guy that's going to be rotational. And I just don't like that. <clears throat> I mean, if I'm just grading, it's, it's an A plus for everything to me, except Eric Flowers, which is an <laughs> so I just gave him an A to be nice. Fair. I do like the. I'm fine with the Byron Jones contract. Corners have been underpaid for years now. They need to reset that market. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, Minnesota Vikings are up next. I gave them a D. Um, so they they signed Michael Pierce somehow. They kept Anthony Harris on the franchise tag. And for now, for now, they're probably going to tag Hopefully. and trade to the Browns. <laughs> 
we're going to speak it into existence. Um, but they lost Stefan Diggs, Stephen Weatherly, Trey Waynes, Laquan Treadwell, who cares? Mackenzie Alexander, kind of who cares? And then Everson Griffin announced, or he kind of penned his farewell, similar to what Tom Brady did. Um, so he will not be returning. I, I do not like what the Vikings did. I think they did basically the max for what they could with the cap room that they had. Yeah, they were, uh, um, they were negative. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I don't even understand how – I know Kirk Cousins was re-signed and they were able to spread his money out, I think, which is why they have the money to sign uh, Anthony Harris, and then they got rid of Diggs, which gave them the money to sign Pierce. I don't assume they're going to be active at all. Uh, moving forward, and that's that kind of impacted my grade as well. Randy, what did you think? Uh, I gave them a slightly better grade of C minus, mainly because of how up against the cap they were. Um, I think they were smart in tagging Anthony Harris. I don't like it as a fan of other teams that needed safeties, <laughs> uh, but I think it was very smart of them. I like the Michael Pierce signing a lot, honestly. Um, I'm fine with them letting their corners go because I don't think they were great at all yeah uh i was i understood what they did with griffin i thought they were going to be able to work it out though so i don't understand that part yeah (laughs) i really wanted to be backed honestly and then Diggs has been unhappy for a long time yep and he's not getting the ball i get it he's he's a guy that's always open that's pissed he's not getting the ball and i can't blame him for that and i think they got a good enough investment back for him and i think they can i think they can get a replacement i don't think they can replace Diggs, but i think they can get a replacement to work alongside Thielen enough um so i'm fine with it i don't think it was great but zc minus yeah that's probably fair (laughs) um let's move on to the patriots what a shit offseason has been for them um they franchise tag joe tooney which I know on a previous podcast, I said that I think that would impact the Tom Brady decision. Turns out it did not. Uh, Tom Brady is is gone. Kyle Van Noy is gone. We talked about all the guys that went to the Lions, Jamie Collins, uh, Danny Shelton. Um, they signed Demir Bird. <laughs> My God, why? Uh, and Adrian Phillips. They probably signed Demir Bird thinking that Tom Brady would come back because that's a weapon. Um, Right. I give him a D minus. It was real bad. Um, Losing the greatest quarterback of all time uh, made it difficult for me not to give them an F, but that was kind of out of their control. So I give him a D minus. Yeah. I gave him a D for keeping Tooney (laughs) and reciting the McCordys. I love those guys there. So uh, this is weird. Like, I I don't know what they're doing at this point. Like, they, they were waiting so long for Brady to figure this out and then now they're just in like a like a breathing period they're like okay <laughs> well we lost brady so can can sit him play or what <laughs> like right. like Kraft is just like so he can, can he throw the ball please and i i do love sit him honestly mm-hmm. i don't know what they're doing though and honestly i think if you're rolling with i see they're just so, they're like they're like a national bank. Like they're too big to fail at this point. Like that's what it feels like. I'm it saying. Does. It does. So like, 
it's weird because I don't think they're going to go full rebuild. And if they do, it feels like it's only going to be for a year. So I don't understand what they're doing. For me, I'd just get rid of veterans right now. Yes. Honestly, I would be looking for a trade partner for Tooney now for a sign and trade or tag and trade. Uh, just get something for him. I probably try and trade Edelman to the Bucks. I, you know, <laughs> it's 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 a weird thing. Like they have so many veteran guys that were great leaders in the locker room, great players on the field, Super Bowl contenders every year for a reason. And they lost a lot in defense. They kind of need to figure it out, but they have studs still, so it's weird. I don't know what they're gonna do. I think they're going to be bad at football in 2020. That's that's all I know. Um, let's move. Or or Stidham's a god. We'll see. <laughs> or they sign Jameis Winston as a backup, and yeah. he beats out Stidham, and he and he sees him in February. Yep, exactly. Uh, let's move on to the Saints. Um, they kept Drew Brees, something that the Patriots obviously could not do with their oh. their great quarterback. <laughs> uh, they signed Malcolm Jenkins. They put a first round tender on Taysom Hill. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Um, so they've got Taysom Hill back. They signed Emmanuel Sanders last night and they were able to keep um, offensive lineman Andrews Pete, um, which is a, a very good thing for them, but they lost Teddy Bridgewater, Eli Apple, probably Von Bell. Cause the saints only have a few million in, in cap left. They lost AJ Klein. They're probably going to lose Ted Ginn, which matters a lot less. Now that they signed Emmanuel Sanders, I gave him a B minus, but that was before the Sanders news. So I'm going to give them an A now. I think they've been able to kind of mess with the cap a little bit here and get more talented. Um, it's something that the Vikings didn't really do. And the Saints kind of mastered that. Randy, what do you think? I loved it. I gave him an A. I mean, what what are we mad at here? Like, in reality, we're mad. I, I think the first round tender was kind of just dumb, to be honest. I don't think anyone's really coming for Taysom at a certain price. I think maybe third round is looking at it, maybe. But mm. I love the Sanders signing. I mean, it doesn't help him down the road, but it helps him for this year, which is what they... That's what I was trying to say. Like, they lost Bridgewater. I get it. But Bree said he's coming back. So now I don't think you're drafting a QB at 24. I think you're going balls to the walls trying to win a Super Bowl here. So big Rams vibes. Yeah. But <laughs> a smarter version. Yes. And a better quarterback. Uh, By a, and a lot. better running back. And a better coach. Uh, well, <laughs> it's close, but Sean. It's close because one's on the ground right now. But. Yeah. Uh, Get well, Sean. Uh, I, yeah, please. What a great guy, honestly. But I do love this offseason for him. Yeah. Um, Saints probably... They just have to, they have to replace a linebacker. That is it. Yes. Patrick <laughs> Queen, Kenneth Murray, coming for you. Um, Lego. <laughs> New York Giants, I gave them a B plus. They got Blake Martinez, James Bradbury, Levine, Toilolo. Um, lost Marcus Golden... Corey Coleman. <laughs> Why not put him <laughs> on the list? Um, for the lols. Yeah. You literally put I the did. lol. <laughs> um, they are in the running for Genevieve on Clowney. I think that would make this an A. Um, I think they've kind of addressed two of the main needs, which was corner and linebacker. I think Blake Martinez still has it. I think James Bradbury probably is overpaid. Um, but 
I don't think it matters as much right now. They don't have a lot of guys that they need to pay in the coming years other than Saquon um, and Peppers, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they might not even do that. Um, so I give them a B plus. Yeah, yeah, I gave him a B. I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, it's this literally isn't a B plus for me just because of contracts for Martinez and Bradbury to an extent. Like he's getting paid as a top corner. I'm not sure he's fully up there. He's probably like, tier I, two for me. Like he, I think he's like tier three for me. Yeah, that's the only reason I kind of giving him crap here. But like I said before, the corner market needed to reset. So I'm not mad at that. I just, it's the same thing. I don't think Blake Martinez should be getting that much money. Uh, I don't hate it though. Cause they, they've, they've got a corner now that they trust. They got a linebacker that for some reason they trust. And <laughs> so it, I think it's kind of like, okay, we're getting our tackle now. Screw it at four. And I can't be mad at that. If they get clowny, this is a great off season for a, I mean, let's be honest, which has been, told to us forever is an awful GM. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's fine. I think he... We'll see. Uh, we will see. Um, he, we'll see it for... Yeah, I don't want to talk about Dave Gettleman because it'll be a long conversation. Uh, New York Jets. C- minus from me. Uh, I moved that up because they were able to get a deal done with Greg Van Roten earlier today. They signed George Fant to be their left tackle, I guess. Slash tight end. I, I don't understand. Right. Uh, Connor McGovern was a good signing. Brian Poole, I thought, was very good. Um, probably their best corner last year, and he got like $3 million on a one-year deal or some shit like that. Yeah. Insane. That was really good um, negotiating by Joe Douglas. Uh, they lost a lot of pieces. Oh, I also didn't put on here Leonard Williams. They tagged him. Um, kind of important because um oh wait that was no, that was the giants that was the giant Gi- yeah, yeah sorry i don't when two teams yeah. in the same city trade with each other i get confused on where the player actually is but um the the jets did lose a lot they lost basically all their linemen from last year which is probably a good thing um they did resign one of them they lost um basically all their depth uh if yeah. if they have depth <laughs> um, the Jets are a seven-win team, which I tend to forget, and their offensive line was shit. Like, if you put Connor McGovern, I guess George Fant, and Greg Van Roten on that line, they probably are a nine to ten-win team, which is nuts. And Sam Darnold missed well, time last year. Yeah, I was gonna say Sam Darnold had mono. Yeah, so in very winnable games, like that was yep. really bad for them. Yep. I mean, yeah, and then he saw ghosts, whatever. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, and I, I gave the same exact grade here. I don't hate it, like, especially with they, they got a, yet another signing on this O-line, and that's what you should be focusing on. And maybe that speaks to what they're doing at 11. Maybe that says they'll be able to wait now. I don't understand, really. I don't think fans are starting tackle. I think you got two starting guards here, for sure. Yep. Uh, but besides that, what do we have on that line? Uh, I understand that Robbie Anderson hasn't signed anywhere. He may be back. I know they have a standing offer with him. Yep. So we'll see what happens with that. If uh, if he comes back, I think this goes up to a, at least a C plus for me. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think probably a B minus. I think the thing that knocks them for me a lot is 
they don't have weapons. They have they have no they one. Have no one. They have no one to block for Sam Darnold. Now they kind of fix that, but they also have no one to throw to except Jamison Crowder and Lev Bell out of the backfield. Who? Hey, Quincy Anunua, man. Hey, listen. He's not on the field ever, but he's there. Yeah, I mean, he did like break his neck or something. So hopefully he comes back. He might not even play football again. But all right, that's enough Jets talk. Um, I'm interested to see what they do in the draft, though. I will say that. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, I gave them a B. They traded for Darius Slay. They signed Javon Hargrave, which is an amazing signing. They signed Jalen Mills, Rodney McLeod. Um, They lost Nelson Aguilar, uh, Jordan Howard, Ronald Darby, probably, Timmy Jernigan and big V on their offensive line. But just the acquisition of Darius Slay would probably give them a C for me, despite all those guys they lost. But then you add in Javon Hargrave, who is a a rising defensive tackle. um, And that's an obvious B. I actually think that this could be a B plus for me. I mean, it's hard for me to disagree with you, honestly. Like, (laughs) They they did lose a good amount, to be honest. If they lose Darby, I think that's kind of a huge hit. Uh, but I think Big V was kind of big because they also lost Peters. Um, Not officially but, yet, though, right? He hasn't signed at, elsewhere. No, no, he hasn't. But I would expect him to retire more. I, as it's kind of weird for him. Well, I ass- I'd be fine if he comes back. I'm just saying, like. I assume it's, they don't want been, him back because Andre yeah. Dillard transferred over to the left side of the line. Yeah, um, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's kind of weird because like they still need to replace that, but they got Slay, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I don't know. It, it's weird. I I expect if they they just have no receivers still. That's my huge thing. Like, if they get a receiver in the draft, I'll be happier. If they sign Robbie Anderson, like we just talked about, I'll be happier. Like, yeah, there's still people that they can fix this with a bit. Uh, I, I just don't know how you can go to the year with these weapons. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. Um, well, right, right now they're looking to draft what four in the draft. It seems like. <laughs> I mean, like hopefully they're gonna have to draft like three or four just to have depth. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they have. They have like two guys right now. I still think they sign Rashad Perriman. Um, maybe. Or maybe Robbie Anderson. But let's move on to the Steelers. I gave them a C minus, but that was before the Eric Ebron signing. So I'll probably give them a C plus now. Um, that's basically their only notable signing. They brought in another Watt brother. I assume JJ's next um, because we'll they'll be able to get him for a seventh round pick from Bill O'Brien. Um, oh my God. <laughs> they did lose Javon Hargrave. They lost Nick Vanette. They lost Artie Burns. Steelers haven't been super active because they have negative cap right now. So, yeah, this is fine. I, I gave him a C. I think, I think Eric Ebron's exciting. Yes. Other than that, it's the status quo. They lost a couple guys, what they were going to. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> not much to say on the Steelers. Um, I, I know they're trying to rework their cap a little bit so that they can sign maybe a, maybe a Jameis Winston on a super low deal. I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. I gave them a C minus because <laughs> they, they were able to keep Jimmy Ward. They were able to keep Eric Armstead. They traded for the 13th overall pick and 
lost to Forrest Buckner, which is probably the biggest loss, but then they lost Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I just, I don't understand the Buckner trade from their point of view. They were just in the Super Bowl. I know he needed a new deal soon, and this is when his uh, value was probably highest. I get it, but who? how are they going to replace Buckner? Not at 13. What do you mean? I mean, I know they already have, like, a ton of guys that are great on their defensive line, but do they not need to still replace what Buckner brought to the table? Yeah, they do. And why can't they do that at 13? Because Javon Kinlaw is going to be gone already. Yeah, but you also think Derek Brown somehow worse again. Well, and then you also think Derek Brown has a chance to go to 25, which is again. Dumb. No, again, then. So no, no, no. I'm going <laughs> off your drafts, man. Hey, I, listen. I, I read every mock you do. I know. I'm a good partner, man. I'm making the clicks for you. I'm reading, giving you feedback. <laughs> You're dumb. It's fine. But hey, he doesn't. <laughs> I think he doesn't get that far in the latest one. Yeah, I know. He gets what 18? Uh, maybe I'm rewriting. So some yeah. Oh yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, but it. It's a weird. I, I just gave him a C plus. I think they got good value for Buckner. I think they made their pick on a cheaper option and Armstead over him, uh, just for the long run. They don't have they don't have people coming up this year. That was the big thing. But they starting next year they do. So they're trying to get ahead of it, which is smart. Not what the Rams did. <laughs> they're they're doing the opposite. They're getting draft capital back instead of trading their draft capital, yeah. which they had to before. So now they're probably going to. I, I, for me, I would try and probably trade back from 13 and I would hundred percent trade back from 31. Yeah. I wouldn't even uh, in the first round. I'd just try to get like 10 thirds. Well, see, that's the thing. Like if, if you're saying Derek Brown and Kendall are gone at 13, I don't know how the hell that happens, but if they are for some reason you trade back, I'd say, but if they are gone, there's a chance one of the top receivers are there. Maybe you want that, but they also always get value later in the draft at wide receiver. And they also got a lot of guys last year that still haven't been able to do anything. So I don't know what they do. I know they're going to get a receiver. I know they're going to get a D tackle. Uh, they should probably get a tackle down the line. They should do it in the first. They need secondary help. I just gave a C because... The draft basically tells us the rest of it, honestly. Yeah, yeah especially with them. Let's move on to the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> really no movement. We're still waiting on Jadeveon Clowney news. It's the same thing as Amari Cooper. They have to pay him, but he tested the market, and he's getting about $5 million less than what he expected. I think that's going to impact this a lot. They lost a couple pieces on their offensive line and replaced them already. Um, they signed Brandon Shell, and they brought back Bruce Irvin. I don't have much to say on the Seahawks. I gave him a C minus yes. for now. I mean, yeah, see, get Clowney back. It's a B. Yep. And they're still going to be contenders. Um, yeah. Cause they're a great team. Um, they have Ross. let's talk about the bucks, I guess. Uh, they have one acquisition. Uh, he's a goat. Oh, they got a tackle. Oh yeah. Yeah. They signed. Uh, who was it? This was after. <laughs> Oh, here's the mediocre oh. part. I mean, there's been a lot of mediocre parts of this episode, but um, while Randy looks that up, we'll talk about the guys they lost. Jameis Winston, DeMar Dotson's kind of to be determined. They lost Carl Nassib, probably Brashad Perriman, Peyton Barber. 
don't care about him. Um, but they did acquire Tom Brady and they got help for him. Um, I don't know who the, the help is. <laughs> oh, so man. I can't even. Dude, I can't even find it. Right. There's so many signings. They, my my <laughs> phone's not finding they, it. They, they signed a left tackle or a guy that can rotate along the offense. They line. signed a tackle. Yeah. Yes. So that's a good thing. Tom Brady probably. That was probably his one request. Get me an offensive line so I don't have to Lamar Jackson it out, out here. Um, I gave him a B, but since they signed a tackle, it's probably an A- minus for me. Yeah, and I, I gave him an A um, just because they got the best quarterback ever. <laughs> yes. And they, they did get they – get, they got help in the tackle room. I still think they should be heavily involved in a trade up from 14 to get one of these big four or a trade back. So they're not reaching at another one. Um, I don't know which way they go. Uh, I will, from what you're the mock you showed me, I'm already going to disagree with it, but it's fine. We won't talk about that yet. Uh, I changed it. I, anyway. Okay. Good. We were huge proponents of Winston here. Uh, I think this is the fit for him. Very sad. I understand the Brady. I get it. I'm it's, it's weird. <laughs> uh, I don't think they lost anything though. So, I mean, I don't know how this isn't an A because you basically got the best quarterback ever. That's only going to turn the ball over 20 times less mm. and they didn't lose anyone. 15 times less. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's still very impactful. Um, yeah. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Cause I'm sad. Poor Jameis. Get Jameis a freaking job. God. Um, let's talk about the Titans. Um, they were able to keep their quarterback running back duo and Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. They signed Vic Beasley to approve a deal. They lost Jarrell Casey, probably Logan Ryan, probably Wesley Woodyard, uh, Marks Mariota. I give them a B. I think they've done enough to continue competing in their division. They are not making moves that indicate that they're ready for a Super Bowl. Uh, and they were one step away. Um, but I also think that the Colts kind of should be the favorites in that division now because of their lack of involvement. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Tannehill only throwing six times a game might be better than Phillip throwing 30. It's true. It'll be close. That's true. Uh, I gave him a B2. It's mainly just because they did their two major things. They kept Tannehill and they quote unquote kept Derrick Henry. I don't know if he hasn't signed. He hasn't signed the tag. No, he hasn't. I I don't know what's going to happen with that. We're in a very tricky situation with that because it seems like their contract situation and talks stalled immediately. So I don't know what's going to happen there. As they should have I, with what he was asking. I believe. I believe they overpaid Tannehill to an extent by a lot. Um, but it was their guy, and they want him there for this run that they have. So I can't be that mad. You know what? They 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 need a tackle still. They need corners bad. Uh, they need linebackers now. They, in my opinion, they could still use another edge rusher. They need a D tackle now, <laughs> even though. Even though Simmons is now kind of replacing Casey, I get that. Yeah. I still think that was a tremendous pick that year, but still, 
it's a weird offseason, so be. <laughs> so my thing with Tannehill is they paid him because the offense that he ran in 2019 worked. He was really great in that offense. But if they aren't able to keep Derrick Henry, then they're going to see the Ryan Tannehill that has some flaws that you didn't really see throughout the year last year. Yeah, but and their line got worse. Yeah, so, so. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, last team, Washington Redskins. I gave them a B plus. I know they've missed out on a lot of guys they were they were trying to sign, such as Amari Cooper, such as uh, Byron Jones, but they didn't get well, too yeah, much. You see the contracts those guys exactly. Get? Of course, they lost. Out. Yes, um, <laughs> they did sign Kendall Fuller. They were able to keep Brandon Scherf. They signed John Bostic. They signed Thomas Davis. I think that they're going to sign Cam Newton once he's released, which is a, another conversation for another day. They lost Eric Flowers. They lost Chris Thompson, replaced him with J.D. McKissick. I don't give a shit about that. They lost Case Keenum. Um, but I think that Ron Rivera's impact is already being felt. I think they're on the right path. I just don't know what they're doing at quarterback just yet. Yeah, and I mean, I gave a B plus. It's honestly probably more of an A, but I just didn't feel – I don't think I, – I like Fuller, and I'm glad they got Sheriff back. And I think Bostick's a good sighting. I think it's weird and incredible they got Davis to come over. Uh, but I don't think they really made, like, a stride. And I don't think they were supposed to, though. So, I mean, like, they're a team that's already was rebuilding. They got a whole new front office, new coach that is in the front office. I I like this. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see. I, and that division is shit. So they have the opportunity to compete year one in my opinion um well yeah and and we don't know who the quarterback situation is i i'm uh I, i'm i'm a fan of haskins i don't think he's godly i'm not sure if he should be the starter long term i don't know if they should be signing camus camus cam or Jameis. camus newston <laughs> sign both yeah. let's have a war that would be sweet I like it no that's i it's weird it's really weird for me uh but they didn't get another receiver though either. So, eh. They, and I hey, they still can. Maybe they'll draft uh, CD Lamb at number two overall. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Please end this. I, I, I gotta get away from you. <laughs> I, I'm so done with you already. All right, uh, <laughs> that will do it. Thank you guys for sticking with us through our our uh, shit jokes. Obviously, I don't think CD Lamb's going to be drafted at number two overall. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. I know it's on record, but you can... I give it two weeks before it's in a mock. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. Um, follow us, Ethica FFL, on Twitter. Uh, another shout-out to our episode sponsors, Anchor and The Athletic. Um, we will talk to you next week. I think we're going to be doing our next mock draft next week. Yeah, so that's that's the plan. The next combined, my yes, draft. yes, that is the plan. And I hope, hopefully, either late tomorrow or early Monday, I'll put out a mock on our website. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, that's officialcutpod.wordpress.com. Uh, I feel like I haven't said that in a long time. So there's a reminder. Because we just tweet everything. Yeah, so. exactly. We're most active on Twitter <laughs> yet again. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> all right, for Randy Hall, I'm Christian Williams. We will talk to you next week. Peace.